All right, let's try this. This is the voiceover for movie trailer. Take one. In a world where laughter was king. Uh, no in a world, Jack. What do you mean, no in a world? It's not that kind of movie. You're listening to Trailer Trashed on the Merry-Go-Round Magazine Podcast Network. Here are your hosts, C.J. Simonson and Kate Brockman. Hello and welcome to Trailer Trash, the podcast where trailers get the fair and balanced criticism they deserve after a night of drinking. I am the TV editor of Merry-Go-Round Magazine, Kate Brogdon, and I am joined as always by... CJ Simonson, I am the music editor over at Merry-Go-Round Magazine, and uh... We're here! We're here. We we're always have one with he- we're here, and I feel like it's going to lead to something more exciting than it is. <laughs> when I listen to the playback on the pod, I'm like, we were really going somewhere, and then we did not. <laughs> I mean, what is more just like existentially present than we are here? It is the most just straightforward. You couldn't ask for a more honest opening. You couldn't ask for a more straightforward opening. It's a visual opening. It is, yeah, you're right. It is existentially uh, uh, calming. It is existentially a perfect opening. It's For like, sure. hey guys, if you're listening to this, we're here. Namaste. Namaste. I'm wrapped in a big old fucking blanket she right is, now. She is, yeah. You can't see, but it's a very, it's like almost like a Costco. Uh, some think, people will know what that is. Like this, a, I think this is a Target blanket. All right, yeah, there you go. I got it when I moved into my freshman dorm in college because it matched, like, the cover for my body pillow well, it, that I got. It's black, so it probably matched most things. <laughs> See, that's the scheme. That's go. the scheme. You've uncovered my secret, CJ. Hey, uh, trust me, I've, I've been working that angle for years. Is CJ your given name or is CJ short for something? CJ is short for Christopher John. Christopher John. Yeah. It, which is my middle name. I, I'm not like a serial killer. It's like I'm not Christopher John, and then there's like a weird middle name and then the last name. Like it's just Christopher John. Like <laughs> all right, all right, all yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. I, I remember you. one time there was like some academic conference that I got to go to because somebody, one of my classmates who was named CJ, didn't get to go. And I went, but I had to wear his name tag, so I was CJ for a day. There you go. And CJ is like a solid kind of unisex name. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I have known uh, one uh, female presenting uh, CJ in my life, and I've known two other yeah. male presenting CJs. And uh, well, there is, you go. Yeah. It is. It's it's a name for sure. Um, people call me Siege sometimes it's spelled siege it's weirdly like i got a work email today that uh they accurately spelled it how it is spelled as 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 has been known like throughout the time that i've been called cj c-e-e-j um <laughs> which i thought was crazy like why would some random person i've never met in my life and only email corresponded with for a couple of months know to call it that but whatever that's funny yeah that's weird it was but thing. yeah i'm wrapped in a big old fuzzy blanket I think I'm going to be doing a shot. I will also be doing a shot, but I might just take like a little bit of it. See, now you've made me explain. Well, so, so K- now I've now no. I've been exposed. Well, because Kay has been drinking wine all night, which wine and vodka not a great combo. You know, <laughs> not a great combo. You know, whatever. I'm not gonna be as drunk as I was on pretending to masturbate episode six. Right? Episode six? I think six, yeah. Yeah. This, yeah, this is seven. Episode six. Nice. Like. Nice. Like, 
making love with a person. I got I got what you're doing. You know. So there was that. Well, that was like pretty rough. Well, at so. the very least cheers with me so we can get the the glass okay. clang back. I will the, do like at least pod. at least a tiny bit, but I'm already like going no, strong. Yeah, yeah, we're good. We're good. Okay. Here we go. Ugh, I do. This is for the record. Uh, grapefruit vodka. It's been. This is three episodes of this fucking bullshit, and I hate it. <laughs> it literally makes me gag. Let uh, it be known. Let it be known. Well, I think when you hear the next episode, we'll probably also do a shot of vodka. But after after the next couple. I'm not doing shots of vodka anymore. It is the most... I have more bottles of vodka at my house than I do any other type of liquor. And it is not conducive to shots. It just isn't. It tastes like rubbing alcohol. And even with the grapefruit, like, it which masks some of it. It immediately like, makes me vomit. And you know what even makes me more afraid is because in the Pretending to Masturbate episode 6, I do the shot of the very same vodka we just did. And I'm like, oh, that's not so bad. And just now I'm like, I'm literally going to vomit right now. Yeah. Like, because I took a shot of this, like, one time. Yeah. Oh, my God. I'm like, you know, like, when you're going to get sick and your, like, whole mouth gets, like, super watery? That's, like, me right now. Because I'm just like, no. Well, now I'm very nervous. <laughs> but it's okay because we're at my house this time. It's true. You want to jump into some trailers? Yeah, let's do it. What's our first trailer, CJ? Our first trailer is Polar. I like it here. It makes me peaceful. Me too. You're not from around here, are you? No, I'm retired. What was your job? I was in the funeral business. Huh. As you know, we manage the investments of our employees. If a former agent dies after retirement, their $8 million goes back to the company. Polar. Or Polar. Is it Polar? I don't know. Why is it called Polar? Because... Is that his name or his code name or something? Because cold? But this is this is not a cold. Yet. We'll get there. This is the Getting first there. of two movies we're going to talk about with Mads Mikkelsen. Yeah. Uh, who is a fucking delight in everything he's in. And by delight, I mean kind of terrifying. And also a very good actor. You know. Uh, and he, uh, this is a movie that's basically John Wick. Uh, not John Carter. Definitely which, not John which Carter. Which is the man on the planet. Yeah, that's the big flop. John Wick is the fucking Keanu Reeves movie. This movie even has, like, within three seconds a shot of a dog. Have you not... I guess we should establish this up front. Have you seen John Wick? No. Oh, fuck. You should watch John Wick. I know. John Wick... John Wick, and I say this with no hyperbole, is one of the best movies of this decade. I believe you. It fucks so hard. And Keanu Reeves is so good in it. It's, like, the thing that he was destined to do, like, middle-aged in his life. That's good. That makes me happy for him. It's excellent, and it 100% involves, like, a dog dying and him going and fucking murdering every person that killed his dog, which is what everyone wants. Like, if you were a pet owner, like, that's the thing you would want. That's good. Yeah. Oh, speaking of which, if you haven't already heard it, we are recording at my my apartment today, so you might be hearing my beautiful son Beans going meow, meow, meow in the background. 
And if you were to oh. die, you would murder every person. I literally would murder if something bad happened to Beans. So I love that this polar thing opens and there is a dog, like, in his, like, cabin thing. Mads Mikkelsen is a guy. I think he's an assassin or uh, some kind of hitman. Something. I, and he, like, lives out in the woods. Uh, As one does. Yeah, I, th- there's like a genre of hitman movie now where it's like they're retired hitman. It started with Red. Remember those with Bruce yeah. Willis and fucking Morgan Freeman and a bunch of people? Oh boy, Morgan Freeman did do a couple of those, didn't he? Yeah, and Helen Mirian's in it. And, oh boy. Oh, and John Malkovich. And weirdly, John Malkovich is like probably, and Bruce Willis are like neither the age to be at that place, but like John Malkovich has looked like a thousand years old since like he was an actor. It's crazy. Anyway, um, that's a whole genre. This is in that genre. Um, yeah, uh, he's been set up for something. He goes to, like, kill someone, and I think maybe it's, like, a favor or something, and something goes awry, and then he's like, I got to come back out of retirement and take down all these people. I think I wrote down one of those people is Johnny Knoxville, I think. Yeah, but, right. <laughs> but, but I only think that based on one shot in the trailer where he's doing, like, a Jordan Bellevue uh, uh, Wolf of Wall Street, like, I have my shirt off, and I have, like, short shorts, and I'm, like, maybe have some money, and I'm by a pool and sunglasses. And I was like, I think that's Johnny Knoxville. Do we watch the same trailer? Maybe. I don't know. That happens for a second, though. He has to go kill a bunch of people. It's like a video game kind of thing. Yeah, I that's think. true. It's amazing. But I think one of the people is Johnny Knoxville. I think there are a bunch of other weird celebrities, too. I don't I don't know this for a fact. But... I'd believe it. What? Is this, like, coming out? Is this a Netflix one, or is this a regular one? Yeah, so as you're listening to this, this will come out tomorrow. Um... <laughs> So it or so there or, you go. or it's already on. So it's line. a it's, it's a Netflix, right? Yeah, it's a Netflix guy. Um, okay, so immediately when we think like, oh, Netflix original release, at first it's like, oh, okay, dope, 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 and then it's like, what was wrong with this? Yeah, right. Uh, was this like uh, another studio made it and it's shitty? I feel like the true tell of the Netflix thing thus far has been. Like, the movies that they put out trailers for super far in advance are movies that they give a shit about. And movies that they put out trailers for two weeks in advance for us to very quickly record a podcast about because they come out the day after we drop this are things that they don't give a fuck about. But I don't know. That's the Netflix model. Like, Set It Up was that way, and I love Set It Up. That was a really good movie from 2018. I've been waiting to watch it with another assistant friend. It is excellent. But that's a movie where, like, it was like the trailer came out, I think, two weeks beforehand. Like, I think... But, like, Roma, I think, got a trailer, like, a month and a half. Like... Uh, a trailer we're about to talk about, Velvet Buzzsaw, uh, like 100%, that comes out in like March or something. You know, like, I I think that like, the lead time tells us a lot about these things. Uh, I don't really know. Yeah, Um, but Netflix kind of isn't subject to the January through March dumping ground that regular theatrical releases are. If anything, that's when like the real good Netflix shit comes out because everybody knows that nobody's going to the theater during that time. You would think. I mean, like, Polar looks pretty serviceable. And even if it looks like a bunch of other, like it looks like Atomic Blonde or looks like John Wick or whatever, Mm -hmm. that's definitely very fashionable. So I'm not going to hold it against that and think that it's bad for that reason because it does seem like lots of people are gonna make that and that's a genre i fucking want to watch the hell out of like uh there are moments this trailer that i fucking love uh there's a moment in which mads mickelson tosses a smoke grenade in the air and shoots it in the hallway and the hallway already looks like an uh the the hallway sequence an old boy and i was like this is the greatest fucking thing that's ever happened I'll, i'll literally like 
just like an old boy in this trailer where he's fighting his way out, like I would fight like 50 people in a hallway to watch this movie because of that one sequence alone. I need a gif of it. A like, strong recommendation. Why is there not a fucking gif of him tossing that smoke grenade up, fucking point blank shooting it, and then like, I don't know, murdering a bunch of people? It's pretty it's dope. Fucking amazing. Uh, I'm shocked that they don't call him the boogeyman at any point in this trailer because that seems like a thing that happens in these types of things. That's just a, a, a shoot. Uh, there's also an amazing nail gun sequence where he just kills people with nail guns. And I was like, you know what? It's a formidable weapon. Underappreciated, I think. Kind of underappreciated. He, Matt Mickelson, boy, he's killed people in a lot of different ways between Hannibal and this. And then. Yeah, they'll do it. He's, uh, he's Does a, he eat people in this movie? I hope not. But I hope, also, I, I kind hope of hope he so. does. Yeah. Right? I don't know. I, I, I can't so. tell if I would be very... Oh, well, there's one thing we should talk about in this trailer, actually, which is uh, the female lead. Do you remember who it is? Because you were very shocked by it. Oh, remind me who it was. Vanessa Hudgens. Yeah! What the fuck? Very weird. What was... Was soaring, flying. Nailed it. It's a, <laughs> it's a post. Fuck. What's the name of this movie? Polar. We're polar. Nice. Flying. That's Vanessa Hudgens. I'd love to see Mads Mikkelsen doing that. <laughs> oh fuck yeah! I'm here. Mads Mikkelsen doing a musical would be fucking awesome, by the way. Is Vanessa Hudgens trying to be like a real actor now? Yeah, well, wasn't she just promoting something not that long ago that was, like, real actor-ish? I don't know. I just, like, when High School Musical was happening, I was in my, like, I don't like what all the kids, like, phase. I was in my, like, edgelord. Yes, I know, Mr. Man. My son is calling me. Um, I will give him a pet. I know. But, yeah, like, when High School Musical was coming out, it's like I was already in my oh too cool for this shit phase, so I was really never. It was never really on my radar, and it just like ugh. so. Is she? Is Vanessa Hudgens a good actress? No, like, she was in a movie I believe called Gimme Shelter not that long ago, yeah, which was like that's kind of right. embarrassingly bad. I think it like overly like oh like it's like ah oh, sad sex trafficking weird yeah rapey homeless. drama yeah like yeah 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 yeah, yeah. and I it was like but that. but like way too like not good yeah it uh, was like way on the nose and just like grim dark like this young teenage girl is getting sex trafficked and isn't that so bad and all the and all the oc moms are like it is bad that could be that could <laughs> be Jacqueline. Jacqueline. and then it's sure. like and it's like, fucking, you live in Kodo. Like, calm yeah, down. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I, I feel so. like, I feel like, <laughs> this is going to sound weird. I feel like we saw her bush and then, like, I kind of, like, <laughs> forgot she was an actress for a while. And I don't mean that, like. When did we see her bush? Oh, uh, that was, like, one of those big, like, leak, first, like, first wave internet leaks. Oh, really? Yeah, like, her cell phone, like, leaked. Oh, I wasn't looking. It's out there if you want to see it. Not even because I'm like, oh, I'm like so wholesome. I like don't look up celebrity news. I just literally don't have time to like seek out internet porn. Kate will find it after this. It's I'll look it up. It's, it's fine. It's fine. But it, 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 it not in that way. Like 
It's fine you haven't seen it. Like, it was just one of those first, like, of, like, celebrities being leaked yeah. on the internet. Hers was, like, a really big one, I remember. Um, but then, like, she didn't do anything for a long time. It was, like, she, all she had was High School Musical, and then it's, like, she jumped back into our lives in some way. With, this feels um, like an artier... Fucking, uh, give me shelter. But I think there's something very recently, because she was on... She did, like, a Hot Ones interview, and she was clearly, like, promoting something. I, I just think, like, she... Clearly is attempting to, like, find some kind of, like... She's trying to figure out what her niche in Hollywood is, right? Because she's not a teen anymore. She's not, like... She's not, like, someone that's, like, 18 years old or whatever and attempting to be in Hollywood. And so I guess I kind of wonder, like, what her... Like, what her acting abilities are, A, and B, where she would even fall in the world. And Polar is, like, a super surreal, like... Yeah, it's a bizarre choice, kind of, for everyone involved. But, like, I think this looks good. I think that this looks super exciting. And I'll, I'll for sure watch it. I'll, cool. For no other reason than me, him tossing a smoke grenade than shooting it. Because that's the coolest thing I think I've ever seen in my fucking life. Beans is, like, batting around a little jingle ball right now. Mm-hmm. So, if that's what you're hearing. Mr. Beans, you were being very naughty. We're trying to record an uh, audio-centric medium piece of media at the moment. He's over it now. He's over it now, of course. Thank you. Next up, we have Velvet Buzzsaw. Critique is so limiting and emotionally draining. I'm hoping you find something to explain what's happening. Which one's better? One or two? Better or worse, no different. No different. I'm quite curious to know what you think. I think sober hasn't been good for him. Pierce was in the full bloom of alcoholism here. Exactly. Never should have quit drinking. No originality. No courage. My opinion. I can't save you. I found something. Who did these? They're mesmeric. A guy upstairs, he died. Jake Gyllenhaal is a cutie pie, and I want to touch his little butt. He, his accent work in this trailer is quite something. But here's the thing about this, is that this feels kind of like a return to Donnie Darko in a way. Sure. Where Donnie Darko, Jake Gyllenhaal is just kind of like, whoa, what is happening here? And this is like an equally weird trailer. Right. But it's happening today and he's a little older. So he's kind of just like, it's that same kind of like, whoa, what's going on right now vibe, but... He's, like, actually acting as opposed to being Donnie Dargo and just being like, whoa, pretty weird, y'all, like, stupid man suit, whoa. His accent work is just, like, weirdly meek. Like, why is he... Does he have an accent? Yeah, because he does... Here, ready? Yes. I have a couple of quotes I wrote down. Please quote them. Truly goddamn strange. Yes! And then he also did... Critique is so limiting and emotionally draining. Ah, I love it. And his eyes get all big and weird. But he's doing like some kind of voice. Like it's not that far off from what Jake Gyllenhaal sounds like. But it's definitely like this kind of fey like art gallery dealer thing. Like He's doing something and it's not clear what. I understand why he's doing it for the character. But also it feels so surreal. Like I was like why wouldn't you just sound like Jake Gyllenhaal? Like it, it feels like such a stretch for him to do this. I don't know. This movie is about Jake Gyllenhaal, and he owns an art gallery. Is that the thing? He owns the art gallery. I don't know. The is... art, the art in the art gallery sucks people into the art, and well, kills he bu- them. he buys a piece 
that he then finds out real blood was used on. And so then that begins to kill people one by one. Okay. I like the woman getting sucked into the sphere. Yeah, Tony Collette. And then it's very, like, edgelord because it's like Tony Collette goes in to, like, fuck with the sphere or whatever. There's, like, a metal sculpture that's, like... Yeah, it's like the bean in Chicago. Yeah, like a mirror kind of silver ball. And she goes in to, like, touch it and then her arm gets sucked into it. And then the next morning she's, like dead and she's like bleeding out all around the the ball and then all these ding dang millennials are just taking instagram pictures of it because boo social media ew evil and the end tag is like oh like it took 24 hours for anyone to realize she was dead we're number one on instagram we're trending it's a success like wow good job and then jake jonah has this look on his face like what have i done it's like cool thanks yeah i don't uh this movie has some good people in it john malkovich tony collette david diggs uh tony collette I feel like she does this a lot. She seems to want to play characters where she is like... It, I don't know how old Tony Collette is, for the record. I don't know how old she is. She might be, uh, as far as I know, 32. I don't have my phone nearby. Hey, Siri! Oh, it worked. How old is Tony Collette? Tony Collette is 46. There you go. She's 46, 46. years old. That, I can't believe that fucking worked. Right. Um, yeah, so she's 46 years old. I think Tony Collette for like the past like 10 years has been trying to play people who are in their early 20s. And it's very weird to me. You know. She did it in the United States of Terra. And I know that that was like technically like her goal was to play weird, like weirdly young characters. But she's for sure done it recently. And then this trailer, I'm like, I don't understand what's happening because she has like a surreal wig on. And she's like cool hip. She's supposed to be like the cool hip young like manager or uh, art collector curator curator. probably curator but then like jake joe hall is like the young stud who's like no like i I," and i'm like this is why does the art kill people is jake joe hall making the art i think because it has real blood in it that's all i don't know there's a point where like all the colors of the fucking uh, one of the paintings like begin to run up someone's skin kind of like this like a venom you know how in the venom yeah. trailer like, like it's a symbiote so it begins to like crawl on and i was like that doesn't make sense because like that only happens once and everyone else seems to die by way different per- causes it's also weird too because this feels like this movie this trailer shows way too much of this movie yeah like you see tony collette die like she's arguably the second biggest actor in this trailer it's also possible that this happens in like the first 15 minutes of the movie right so it's like a bait and switch and she's just yeah in there early i still think that's fucking wild um i think that they just asked jill hall to act sophisticatedly like they were like just be sophisticated like just make your eyes real big and yell and like wear glasses so you can take them off occasionally like i don't he's so cute though he's Jake Gyllenhaal, and this is no shade to Jake Gyllenhaal. He's one of, honestly, like, he's probably top five actor of this generation. He's a talented dude. Very good. He's talented. He's a cutie patootie. He seems like he's very cool. I want to look at his face. Me too. It makes me happy. Donnie Darko was, like, the first kind of movie that I saw when I was in high school where I was like, oh, film is a thing. 
because it was like one of the first movies that really made me think about what I was watching, which I know that Donnie Darko is like the go-to edgelord movie, like whatever, fuck you. But I was like 16 at the time. Yeah. And it's like, oh shit, this is like rocking my world, which was really cool. I think uh, this is the year of John Malkovich. Yeah, maybe. that's fair. He's he, he's done some things. I think this is this is going to be a big thing. Uh, I love John Malkovich. He seems like a fucking weirdo. Yeah. So I'm super into the idea that like we're going to have to spend a lot of time with him this year. Oh yeah, this is a weird movie. I'm okay with it. It premieres at Sundance, I believe, and then it'll shortly be on Netflix thereafter. Uh, my we'll last. Uh, go ahead. We'll see. I feel like my last comment on this trailer is that like this seems like a horror movie where the th- the trailer is cut like a thriller. Yeah. Like this doesn't versus re- the other way around. This doesn't read like a horror movie, but it is a horror movie. Is it? Well, it's about killer art. I mean, like it's definitely it's not a thriller. Cool. No, yeah, I, I don't. I, premise aside, like I just think the tonality of the trailer is like weird like yeah. why why would you not make it you could easily make it so much more scary and do so much less with this trailer and yet instead it's like i don't know it, it is cut like uh, this is dan gilroy who directed this and it, it is kind of cut like the uh what uh not uh nightcrawler trailer yeah well it's the same guy who did nightcrawler right dan gilroy yeah but i just like that was a thriller not a horror movie and this is cut kind of similarly yeah I'm just i feel like, it why I think because a thriller is a little more accessible than a horror movie, because even today a lot of audiences are intimidated by a horror movie. But it is a horror movie. Like it's. But if no, you market no it as now. a thriller, you get the asses in the seats. Well, it's who on think Netflix. That it's a they thriller. don't have to market it fucking at all. People just randomly stumble upon but it. But they are marketing it. Oh, boy. Um, you want to do some rapid fire? Let's do it. We've been very bad at the rapid fire. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, first up in our roundup, we have Arctic. Which is yet another Mads Mikkelsen movie. The first one was called Polar, and this one is called Arctic. That's fucking wild. They come out within, like, weeks of each other. With the same dude. Same guy. I can't believe that shit. How is that even possible? Because, like, I understand why this is called Arctic. I have no reason to believe... Like, why is the other one called Polar? Do we... Is that explained in the trailer? I don't think so. so no, like, to the point that this whole episode, I've been getting them confused. Yeah. Because, and... Polar, no, not polar. Arctic, for the record, is the one that's more memorable because Dead Girl. Dead, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, so not, it's not like quite Dead Girl. It's like main main guy. What's his name? Mads Mikkelsen. Mads Mikkelsen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's from Hannibal and other things. Yeah, he's like dragging around a dead girl. Mads Mikkelsen girl. is always a Bond villain. That's all In you the, need to remember. Oh, I feel so bad. I just stepped on. Beans's little jingle ball and he's like batting around the broken pieces. Oh, I'm a terrible cat mom. Anyway, Mads Mikkelsen is dragging around a mostly dead girl and yeah. like it's cold and that's the movie. But it has like in the in the trailer they have all these pull quotes from like all these major publications, Vox, like, IndieWire, yeah, Variety, like the best story about survival ever, and it's like okay. I think this movie looks fucking awesome. It does look cool. I, but I it's love like, survival movies. 
Yeah. I'm a sucker for it. And I think that this, like, does... I think that... I wrote this down. Uh, I think survival movies are, like, sneaky hard to do. In that, like, they end up being so performance-heavy. Like, they have to be. There's no other way to do it. Because, like, if like if you don't believe Mads Mikkelsen, or you don't believe Emil Hirsch, or you don't believe James Franco, or you don't believe any other person that's been stuck in a literally basically what is a one-man show, Robert Redford, whatever like those that perform like that movie is completely null and void at that point like if you can't literally buy into spending the time with that person in oftentimes a, a speechless role what's the point of this movie That's and i true. and i think that like arctic seems to understand you know it's most obvious comparisons to the gray i even wrote down mad mickelson does the gray because like it's clearly like an arctic survival tale but this movie looks fucking nuts. Like, there, there's kind of a procedural quality to the way that it is, that it seems like he's surviving in the beginning, the way he catches a fish, the way he uh, sets up a radio. There are things that are happening in this trailer where I'm like, oh, this definitely seems like it's far more well thought out. And and I, for no other reason, like, for that, think like, even like the SOS moment, the shot in the beginning, like, he is like pulling away the snow to create an SOS, and it creates this overhead shot that looks fucking awesome. Yeah. I think the cinematography in this movie looks really good, and like they do a good job in this trailer. Like, I think this is, uh, was this Bleecker Street? I forget. Yeah, uh, yeah. Like, kind of slowly plotting out. Like, it it feels arty in its own way, and I and I think that that's to its benefit. Like, this movie looks good because of that. Um, yeah, I don't know. The only thing I have questions about is like there are moments where he talks to himself, and I'm like. Ugh, like, that's an eye roll. But I like, mean, she's, who, run, she's running out of time. I'm like, who's he fucking talking to? Who else the fuck is he going to talk to? He's alone. And this is a movie, and, like, we have to have dialogue. I mean, I guess This has I'm to like, be, like, a log, right? He's doing, like, a yeah, log. Yeah, right? Like, I guess I'm playing devil's, ad, devil's advocate here a little bit. But it's like, who the fuck else is he going to talk to? There's nobody else here. It's yeah. the Arctic. It's in the title. You know we're in the Arctic. Well, you don't see him talk to anyone, which leads me to believe he must be doing like a, a, a like a Twin Peaks recorder yeah. kind of bit, which is or maybe it's just a VO of him talking to sad half dead girl. Yeah, but why would he say to her she's running out of time? Because he wants her to know that she's running out of time. She's running out of time. She's like, who are you talking about, me? <laughs> <laughs> Don't talk about me like I'm not here. I'm fucking right here. Whatever. Don't you fucking dare. Um, you know, also, we watched this trailer with uh, who will be on the next episode of this podcast, uh, Dan. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, and he pointed out kind of astutely that this is based on a true story. This is not based on a true story. It's kind of the kind of thing where you feel like it's coming up and it never does. And I kind of That's feel true. like that honestly makes me that much more excited for this movie because most survival stories almost all of them come based on pre-existing IP. And so the idea that someone would build fictionally up that kind of narrative is very exciting to me. Turns out that being cold is kind of a universal experience. As you put your uh, blanket further on. It just started raining, and I like to be cozy. And we're in my house today. And I have my drinking pants on, and I like to be warm and happy and comfortable. Cheers. Cheers. Mm. 
Oh, damn. Why? I did the rest of Kate's shot. You did. I'm so sorry. Well, next up, we're going to talk about where do you go, Bernadette. Which I definitely need another shot for, because what the fuck is this trailer? Where did she go? Why is this a movie? Okay, so let me try to unpack what happens here. Kate, tell me what happens in Where Do You Go, Bernadette. I'm going to do my best, CJ. So... So it's like, there's like a, a mom and a dad, cool. and they have like a gifted daughter. Check. And if the daughter gets like good enough grades, she can have, quote, whatever she wants. Correct. And they're expecting her to ask for this a pony. This is fucking true white people problems. Yes. Yeah. They're expecting her to ask for a pony. Like literally they mention a pony, but this girl's clearly in high school. So it's like. Doesn't want a pony anymore. Okay, whatever. You don't think she'd want, like, a car or whatever. Yeah. So she wishes for her whole family to go on a trip to Antarctica. Yeah. Never addressed again in this trailer. And then Bernadette, who I guess is the mom? No? You're shaking your head. No, Bernadette is the mom. Yeah. The, like So then Bernadette, like, up and vanishes. And then now Kristen Wiig is here. And we're trying to figure out, where'd you go, Bernadette? And then someone at Netflix was like, that's a great title for a film. This isn't Netflix. This is what a is real it? movie. This is a real in-theaters movie? Real in-theaters movie. This is a Richard Linklater film. Fuck my life. Richard Linklater directed this movie. God damn it. The guy behind Before Sunrise, Before Sunset, Before Midnight. The guy behind School of Rock. The guy behind... Uh, fucking dazed and confused. Uh, the guy who is perennially one of the best directors of you can, this generation. CJ, this is a safe space. You can say boyhood. It's okay. I like boyhood a lot. Yeah? Yeah, I'll fuck with boyhood. Are you fucking kidding me? Oh, my God. Boyhood, even if, it, with its narrative flaws, that guy fucking spent 12 years making a goddamn movie, and you're goddamn right it was fucking interesting to watch. Fuck it. Richard Linklater is a fucking genius, and this movie is fucking nuts. Why would someone make this? Why would happening? anyone? Where'd you go, Bernadette? Where is she? Where is that Bernadette at? What is the tone of this film? I know I asked this about one of the other trailers we just talked about, but I just do not understand. Like, it seems like if a woman, if if a mother, if if a fucking like if a mom and a wife just disappeared, the the tremendous whimsy with which the rest of this trailer presents itself is insane. Yeah, it's like whimsical tragedy in a way. It's not even tragic. They're like, we have to go find her. Like, it's a fucking joy. It's an adventure. That's fucking bullshit. It's not Indiana Jones. A fucking mom left. That's insane. That would be like the most... Oh, boy. One of my greatest fears is, like, one day I'll get married and I'll have a kid. And then, like, the like my wife or whoever. Like, my, that, wife. That, my wife. Uh, <laughs> the, like that, my wife. Like, the mother of that child will just leave. Like, I know people that that's happened to in real life. And also, there's a scene in the movie Away We Go with Maya Rudolph and John Krasinski where they interview, uh, uh, what, the fifth best Chris. We talk about him a lot. Chris Messia. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it, where he's like, oh yeah, like my, uh, she just left. Like I don't know where she is, and now that that you, little girl is gonna have to grow up without a mom. And I'm like, oh my god, that's the saddest thing I could think of in my life. Like it's not actually I could think of like genocide or lots of other things, but in terms of real world things that could ever happen to me, that's like the saddest fucking thing possible. I'm like, that's insane. So the, how lightly this movie takes the idea that like, oh, mom's just gone. Like she just bailed on all responsibility. Where'd she go? Where'd 
where'd she go, Bernadette? Where is she? Where is she at? And then somehow, yeah, the moment that she leaves, Lawrence Fishburne and Kristen Wiig show up and it's some kind of fucking carnival. Who is Kristen Wiig in this movie? I don't know. Is I, she a friend? Like, she... It, She's just kind of here. The weirdest thing in this trailer is that she fucking lets them know she's like maybe going to leave. There's a sequence where she's like, yep, there's this one opportunity I got and I'm going to have to take it. Does and she go to Antarctica? I don't know. I, I did write down this looks like, what's the Ben Stiller movie where uh, uh, he fucking leaves to go like, Adam Scott's like a mean boss and he goes and does things. I feel like we've already talked about this pod and I couldn't remember the name. It's not anymore. Walter Mitty. Is yeah, it? fucking is secret life of goddamn Walter Mitty. <laughs> this is what this feels like. Ah, oh, she's just out there. There she goes. Like Walter Mitty is like a movie with a guy going experiencing a midlife crisis. Yeah. And like that's just the thing. Like, and we're just supposed to accept it as this like crazy, fun, whimsical moment. And you're Isn't like, that's that crazy insane. that like a mom could just walk out on her teenage daughter when she said that like if you get good enough grades, you can have anything you want? And then she says, "Okay, I got straight A's. Here's what I want." And then she leaves. Isn't that whimsical? Isn't that magical? Doesn't that just make you feel warm and fuzzy and ready for adventure? You know what it does do is it makes me ask the question, where'd you go, Bernadette? Where did you go, Bernadette? Bernadette, come on the pod. Richard Linklater, come on the pod and fucking address this. Tell us. It's a fucking nightmare that you made Where did you go? Where did you go, Richard Linklater? That's a good question. What happened? Remember when he made that movie with Steve Carell and Brian Cranston and Lawrence Fishburne that no one saw? Which one? I don't know. It had it was something about the army. I, it doesn't oh, matter. this is like ringing a bell, but not that much. He has another one. I was thinking. Um, you were thinking of a Scanner Darkly. No, no, no. With Keanu Reeves. No, I'm thinking of Welcome to Marwin, which is not Richard Linklater. Hey, boy. Hey, Thank God it's not him. That would be an unspeakable sin. This movie just looks like very forgettable. Yeah, it does. Uh, last trailer we have is a movie called, I wrote down The Horde in the Ground, but it's actually The Hole in the Ground. There's a big hole. Yeah, explain this trailer for briefly. <laughs> there's a hole. Nailed it. Okay, in so. In the ground. <laughs> and there's a kid. And he's like a Damien. Omen child. He's like a fucking, like a, yeah. Pet. And we're in Ireland, and it's very scary. He's kind of a Hitler lookalike. He is a little bit. He's got like the comb over going he's on. He's got a weird comb over Aryan kind of like. He, has, he uh, has a weird comb over, and it's like the best in Irish the horror. The best, the best. And it's the like best. the best of uh, you. Is it of around or is it of you? The best. The best, the, the best, best of you. The best yeah. of Oh my god, I knew a music thing. Yeah. Wow. Good <laughs> that, for me. This trailer would be way better with Food Fighter. <laughs> um, yeah, there's just a large hole. And then a kid it's falls down. It's literally a hole. And then it turns into a body snatcher situation where, like, a woman's like, that's not the right kid anymore. And then her instinct is to, like, ram her head into the car. And the priest is like, oh, yeah, like, she sensed that something was awry. You know and what's you're like, so what? weird? This is a Bird Box thing, too. And I haven't seen Bird Box, but I have seen the trailer. But people, like, smashing their heads into things has become a new horror movie trope. 
Because it does seem genuinely terrifying yes, to me. Because it's so upsetting, like yeah. the idea of just seeing a person just slamming their head as yeah, hard as they okay can. Yeah, it's not okay to something. just like be like draped on the car. You have to like start, yeah, physically like yeah. head trauma. Just like slamming your face against the car. So that's happening in this trailer. It happens in the Bird Box trailer. And it's like... Wh- We've had some good pull quotes. One of my favorite pull quotes in the time of us doing the podcast is a game changer for Irish horror. <laughs> the fuck does that mean? How what many other Irish horror, Irish horror has there been? There? I don't know. Hey Siri. Oh, it's back. What are some Irish horror films? No. No. Fuck you, Siri. <laughs> okay, real quick. Real quick, can we talk about how Siri's suggestions for horror films were The Nun and Escape Room? Yeah. Yeah, we get it. Siri, Sh- Siri it's okay, you're done. You can stop. There are no Irish horror movies, though. Like, I don't feel like that's a thing. No, I don't think so either. Like, have there been any other? We're good, thank We're good, you. Siri, oh my god, this bitch. This bitch. I literally only use it to, like, set timers and for random bullshit like this. It's useless for anything else. Because we're a, we're a hybrid household. I have an iPhone and Steven has an Android. Wow. And so we'll do like face off where we'll ask like Google and Siri the same thing. Are you John Travolta or Nick Cage? I feel like I'm probably John Travolta to be honest. I feel like Android is Nick Cage in this case because Android is so much better. Yeah. It's so much better. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to roll my ass at that, but we don't have to get into it. I haven't seen Face Off in like a minute, if ever. I feel like I've seen There's a it. magnetic prison. It's a big deal. Anyway, there's a hole in the ground. These Irish people have to figure out what's in it. There's an omen child. It's a gorgeous looking movie, for whatever. Well, That's Ireland it. is gorgeous. True. Is it Irish so- people are gorgeous. I guess it's set in Ireland. They have beautiful porcelain skin and gorgeous hair and weird demon children i don't fucking know for all my uh, music people there's a shot in this trailer that looks like the american football cover i don't know i have no idea what that means you don't have to uh yeah this movie looks i think pretty good but like i it's very hard to tell because literally the idea is there is a hole in the ground a child falls in it and then perhaps they are like a demon that's it it is like not a complex trailer in any way I guess I have to applaud it for being straightforward. It's a game changer for Irish horror. Name one other Irish horror film. Oh, Irish horror film. Uh, I don't know. I'm sure Chris O'Dowd was in something that we could like toss in there. Is, he, mean, is he Irish? You mean Bridesmaids Cop? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I like him. He's a cutie pie. He's a cutie pie, but he is Irish, I think. And yeah. Also, uh, is he Irish or Scottish? He might be Scottish. That's why I'm like catching my bets <laughs> with I don't know. <laughs> hey Siri. Oh no. Where is Chris O'Dowd from? Where is he? Great job, Siri. I like that this bit would be so much more effective if your phone was here, but like I'm gonna have to cut all of it. You nailed it. 
Whatever. Uh, yeah, this movie looks interesting. I'll maybe watch it. Whatever. Game changer. I really thought he was gonna fall down the hole and it was gonna be like a descent situation. Right. More the than descent. Is great. The descent is dope. I reviewed the descent too for Collider.com. For Collider, you, can, you did. Uh, check it out. We talked about this on an earlier episode yeah, where the descent a... was the movie that turned me off of horror films for a long time. And then I rewatched weird. it and then I'm like, oh shit, this is great. This sounds really good. Um, what do you have coming up soon? Or plug. Give plug. Us, give us plugs. TV section, merry-go-round, new roundup should be up, and uh, this podcast. You can follow us on iTunes and Spotify and on SoundCloud. We are at T-Trashed-Pod on Twitter and at Trailer-Trashed-Pod on Instagram. Please follow us. Uh, Not sure who runs it, but I'm sure they're very attractive and good at what they do. What do you have to plug, CJ? Oh, um, we have a Kanye West piece up that's up right now that's really good about mental health and Kanye and bipolarism and lots of things. Uh, and it's really well written and, and yeah, and just well done. Um, and I think that's the big thing. Uh, you'll be able to hear me, I think, around the time that this comes out on Merry Go Round Table, which is our other podcast on the Merry Go Round Magazine Podcast Network, uh, talking about late night uh, on TV, um, uh, just talking about Colbert and uh, Conan and Samantha B, and just kind of the ever-changing landscape of late night television, which I think is super fascinating and uh I definitely try and keep very engaged in, and Carter and I had a good conversation about that. So, yeah, that's what I got. Uh, It's not much, but it's a life. Let's do it. Let's do it. Uh, Thanks for listening. Yay! We love you all. Thank you so much. Tune in next week. Bye! Bye, 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 bye.